Hello, and welcome back to Dr. Quackers, and today we're going to be reviewing Frozen, the biggest kids movie of the 2010s. It took over the radio and costume stores for a couple of years. Let it go even surpassed the popularity of the movie. Disney hit the jackpot with this film. This movie still prints easy money for them. It's, it's not even close of what their most successful movie of the last 10 years has been. It's for sure this fucking movie. And I'm pretty sure it has the box office record for an animated movie. I'm pretty sure it's Frozen. It might have been beaten by Frozen 2. I don't know. Now, I guess the question is, does this movie move up to the gigantic hype? Yeah, but mainly no. Uh, like most films that are fads, I would definitely argue this was a super huge popular fad film. Similar to like Avatar. The what James Cameron film, the one that was insanely popular, and they used a lot of the marketing with the 3D um, stuff like that. This, to me, this falls in the same vein as that one. The animation is fantastic. The water and the ice look very pristine. I mean, it's Disney. It's it's pretty expected for them to get great animators, and they did. It looks really good. Um, I like the character designs, um, the dresses, and the other costumes. Uh, huge, huge merchandising from this movie so clearly it was done right the music is what this film is most famous for now i don't like let it go but it is sung really well by odina menzel adina yeah adina um yeah she uh she's a great singer she's done a whole bunch of stuff i believe she uh one of the another really popular musical she did was rent um yeah really popular good singer that's the best i can say about that song i don't like that song Oh, although I feel like I wouldn't dislike it as nearly as much as I do if I didn't literally hear that for multiple years. Um, I've worked in a retail store, and it, it was definitely one of the big songs of the Christmas time for from like 2013 to like 15, 16, arguably. <laughs> However, the song I do legitimately hate is Fixer Upper. It's the song sung by the Rock Trolls, and it's just so fucking annoying i don't i don't like the rock trolls they're really annoying and they kind of just feel pointless in the story except to dump exposition it's just all it is and only one of them is intelligent the rest are just dumb i don't know his they taught so they show up in the beginning of the movie because when elsa and anna were kids they'd play around with elsa's ice powers when she, and she could control her powers, and then Anna was going too fast at playing, and she tried to like save Anna because she they were like going up with these steps that she was making, and she was going too fast for Elsa to keep up. So she accidentally hit her in the fucking face with an ice blast, and it froze her brain. I, I think that's what happened. It, her a strand of some strands of her hair turned white. So I'm assuming that's what that meant. Uh, she has like that rogue stripe from like X-Men. Uh, yeah. And so they show, they take, their parents take them to the rock. Trolls are like, oh my God, save her. And then the, the elders like, you got to fix that shit. Uh, but you don't freeze her heart. They make that very clear. I could fix the brain. You freeze the heart. Shit's a goner. So <laughs> yeah, it's, and then they bring her back later for because fucking Anna's heart got hit with another frozen blast to her heart. Uh, cause fucking, uh, Kristoff and Sven 
the ice seller and reindeer were raised by them. Yeah, they, they saw that the queen and king were like running and you saw like ice powers just showing up where they were going. So they just adopted them because I guess rock trolls can also raise humans and a reindeer. So yeah, it's just, they're just dumb. I, I think there's no other, there's no other way to describe it. It's just dumb. I don't like them. They're annoying. The cast is also uh, also has a huge, huge people attached to this movie. Uh, people like Christian Bell, sorry, Kirsten, Kirsten, Kirsten Bell, Josh Gad, uh, Adina Menzel, Alan Tudyk, uh, Saran Hines, Kara Hines, I think that's how you pronounce it. He's in a whole bunch of stuff. Game of Thrones. Uh, he's in the most recent Dune film, uh, I believe. I believe it's also the same guy that was. Country for, no Country for Old Men. I think that's the same guy. I could be wrong. But uh, yeah, he's in a bunch of that stuff. Uh, he voices the leader of the Drock Trolls. And it's the only one I don't mind. Just because he's... I just like him. <laughs> um, and Jonathan Groff. Well, Alan is, has made it on the podcast once again. Uh, he's just a talented voice. I didn't know he was in this movie until I looked it up. And that is definitely the calling card of a great voice actor. He has... Respect to the profession. Um, but yeah, I, I think everyone does a great job. But in the same vein, jo so Josh Gad, Disney is very much attached to him now. He's kind of like, he interviews a lot of people for other Disney films. Uh, he's in a lot of Disney films. He was in The New Beauty and the Beast. He's in these films. I think he did another Disney film too. Uh... He's, I don't know, anytime I, th I look at Olaf, I think Josh Cad, because I just hear his voice. Um, I think he's a decent, he's got a decent talent for voice acting, but he kind of just, it feels like he's playing himself, in a way, like, because the, the, when I, you watch interviews with him outside of this, he kind of talks the same way, so, yeah, I, I, I do have a bit of a problem when they use a lot of, like, big-name celebrities to draw people into animated films, because it doesn't really feel like they're playing the character. It sounds like they want that big voice to be attached to the character and not, you know, giving... The, like a man with a thousand voices. You know, the guy that voiced Bugs Bunny. Well, it, yeah, it's... It's just like Alan Tudyk. That's a great example. It's in the same movie, okay? He does all kinds of characters. And even in this one, I didn't know it was him. He makes the voice based on the character. He doesn't just talk like himself and play the character. And that's kind of what I mean when I talk about someone like Christabel or Josh Gad playing these things. I think Christabel does a better job than Josh Gad in terms of voice acting, because to be fair, I didn't really know it was her when I, when I was listening to her. But to be fair, I don't know her voice that well. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I it, They all did good jobs, but I don't like having all animated films just filled with big celebrity names. Sometimes big celebrity names can do really good uh, voice acting jobs. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I think this one, they kind of use Josh Gad and her just for the, you know, star power. Uh, this is one of the Disney films that started the twist villain trope in recent cinema. Now, that being said, Hans is a good twist villain. Uh, Disney broke down the true love trope that filled all of their classic films. And I enjoyed that they didn't go down the cookie cutter princess story. So initially he, and, um, 
he makes Anna swoon for him. They they fall in love first, you know, first love at first sight and all that shit. And it turns out, no, he just did it because he wanted to. Um, he has 12 older brothers and the only way for him to come to power was to marry someone to get to that standing in another kingdom. So his plan was to marry Anna and then some, do, uh, somehow put uh, Elsa into an accent to where he could take hope. So... Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> I enjoyed it. I think it was okay. Best way to describe him. Better than a lot of the other villains in these films. Um, at least in the last 10 years. Better than all the other Disney villains. Um, but yeah, that's all I gotta say about that. Uh, now, my biggest problem with this movie is Elsa. They like to say she is this great character and someone to look up to. But she really isn't. She spends most of her screen time being extremely selfish. Okay? Even the act that is the true love isn't even from her that saves Anna. It's it's Anna that saves all Elsa to get herself out of the frozen prison that Elsa put her into. I, I, examples being completely shutting the world from the ruling family. Fully shut off everyone off there. So she's basically ruling this kingdom and no one can get in or see her. And it, it's really just kind of kind of like a dictatorship. Um, she forced Anna to live in isolation with her, not allowing to open the gates, op- open the windows. Uh, I think only really allowing like servants in. It's yeah. It, it, she just completely makes Anna shut down from the rest of the world as well. Uh, she per- she plunges the kingdom into chaos and completely abandons her- Anna and her people. And the song Let It Go is all about her just being like, I don't need to give a fuck about responsibilities. I'm by myself, make this ice castle, I'm gonna live in isolation, fuck everybody else. A lot of people like to say it's this empowering song and it's just not. It's just not. It's basically, Elsa fucks everything up and then is like, well, it's not my problem anymore. It's it's just dumb. It's It's not at all empowering. And she knows she hurts Hana with her powers, but then just tells her to leave. When Hana goes to be like, hey, we can fix this together. Just come back down because you have royally fucked over this kingdom. And Elsa's like, no, no, they can all freeze to death. Go fuck yourself after literally freezing her heart. And she knows that's what she did because she did it to her in the beginning of the film. So if people will be like, well, she didn't know she froze hard. She hit her with a fucking ice blast, which was bigger than the one in the beginning. And look what happened to that one. Come on. It's just fucking dumb. Don't give me that shit. I don't fucking care. Uh, yeah, she's she's also the reason why Hans is able to manipulate Anna to take over. She's she's he's like the complete opposite of what Elsa would represent. He's all about, you know, he's quirky like her. He, he's, he's able to use her naivete. She's extremely naive, and he's able to use that to manipulate her. So, you know, if Elsa didn't do all this shit, probably wouldn't have, wouldn't have those problems with the Hans. Uh, also, her powers are super inconsistent. Beginning of the film, knows how to use her powers. Okay, fine. The, there's an argument there that her powers continue to grow as she ages. Fine doesn't have control of powers. Then, after everyone finds out, she's got powers, oh my god! She runs off into the mountains. She goes, you know what? 
Fuck them. I'll just whatever. And then learns how to control her powers again. She makes this giant at ice castle, all this crazy shit. She makes Olaf come, like, she builds Olaf and he comes to life, all that shit. And then as soon as she shows up again, she's like, oh, and like, Anna's like, you need to help fix this shit. She's like, I don't know how to use my powers again. Oh no. Because before she even gets there, before, so there's another argument where we're like, well, that's when Anna tells her you need to unfreeze everything, and she doesn't know how to do that. But she even, like, acts like she doesn't know how to use her powers, and, she, and that Anna's a danger, before Anna even explains that to her. So what is this horse shit? Does she know how to use her powers, or not? And then I guess just talking about love at the end of the movie is like, oh, this is like, oh, that's how I use my powers again! And then just is able to control the powers, just because Anna talked about love. It's fucking stupid. Her character arc sucks. It's, it's I don't enjoy it at all. If you if you are gonna pick someone to look up to in this film, it's for sure Anna. She's extremely selfless. Help, completely selfless. Spends the whole movie just trying to you know connect with people. Tries to help you know Elsa out of her rut. Tries to save Elsa. Save Elsa after she fucking blows, hits her with this giant Kamehameha blast to her chest. And almost kills her. She, yeah, she spends the whole movie just trying to save her sister. And tr- try, like when people are like, your sister's a monster. She's like, no, she's just misunderstood. No matter what happens, she's the one that perseveres. Okay? Not Elsa. Pick Anna. Fuck Elsa. Anna's the one that I feel like should be talked about more if you're going to pick someone to idolize in this movie. Not Elsa. Fuck Elsa. That's what I got to say. So I'm going to give this movie a 6 out of 10. It's slightly above average. Animation is really good. I did chuckle a few times at some of the jokes. Um, Anna's a good character. Elsa sucks, and that's really what brings it down for me, because Elsa's a huge focal point of this movie, and I don't fucking like her. She's annoying. Um, rock trolls are annoying. It's got overall pretty good songs, except for Fix Her Upper and Let It Go. It's pretty repetitive annoying at this point. Maybe not if I, when I first saw it, but I'm, I'm rating it on when it is today. So, yeah, 6 out of 10. I hope you enjoyed this review. If you enjoyed this review, I have a whole bunch of other reviews, so if you go give this a listen, I highly appreciate it. And I have an Instagram page, Review. so you want to go over there and check that out. Highly appreciate that as well. And please help support this podcast by giving my sponsor a chance, Lucky Fitness. Get healthy, stay fit. It's important, especially with all this pandemic shit going on still. So, yeah, hope you enjoyed the, this review, and stay tuned. Let's face it, we all drop hundreds of dollars on shit that hasn't done much good. When was the last time you spent just $225 and you actually profoundly changed your life? Answer, most likely never. Well, if you want your chance, here it is. If you are out of shape and have said more times you can count, I need to do something about this. This is opportunity knocking. You have approximately 3,640 weeks in your lifetime. 16 spent wisely can make whatever you have left better than you could have imagined. Get in or back in shape with expert guidance from a certified and experienced professional trainer. No crash diets, no bulk shit, just results. Visit www.vikingfitnessnh.com, mention Dr. Quackers, and get 10% off your, your custom fitness plan. Again, that's www.vikingfitnessnh.com. Thank you.